On Sabi and Cruise, we have conversations about trending topics, current happenings around the world, business and health. And we occasionally get to invite guests who join us on this conversation. So we're inviting you to join us as we Sabi and catch Cruise. Cheers, guys. episode of Sabi and Cruz, Naomi will be answering the question of, is it best practice to give contraceptives to adolescents? So you got to get your answers in the show. Before we get into the show tonight, we'd just like to say a big thank you to CI Labs for sponsoring to this episode of the show. CI Labs is a common committed to the mission of empowering people to build big businesses and live healthy lives. Let's get right into the show. Hello guys, welcome to the Sabi and Cruise podcast. And um, today we have a lot in store for you. We're going to be talking about a lot of issues that have popped up in the last, uh, you know, the last time we since the last time we had this conversation with you guys. And we're also going to be talking about something very important today. Yeah, I'm looking uh, forward to hearing this one. Yes, yes, yes. So let's just get right into it. You know, I'm actually very. I feel very sad about the fact that. Um, about Nigerian women that were disqualified from the relay race uh, because of the yeah. wrong infrastructure we have towards things, you know. I mean, it's just sad. Like, um, it's it's very painful. These young ladies have prepared, you know, put yeah. out their hearts. And yeah. I got to learn that they were like, you know, trailblazers. They were the fastest running relay team based on um, the results from qualification. And it's so sad that they've been disqualified because of something as simple as you know the officials not putting those Crips. lines those scripts on the running wow. tracks wow it's, it's so painful look at that so you could put in all the work and then that is why like I, I said in the last episode we need to pay attention to um the politics in this country so we can mm. put people into place that are very very deliberate about everything they are doing imagine you preparing and doing everything do your own homework as you got your skill set and all of that and only for because only for the fact that there are no infrastructure to support you or make things work well you yeah. lose out on that opportunity that's very very sad yeah and it's also important to understand the role we as citizens play because i have a very strong feeling that the officials the people in charge of the stadium they probably were given the funding to do this but you know you know as we, we used to do now we used to take these things for granted and now we are paying the cost for it like this is a whole olympic qualification that we've so just sad. lost like it's that so sad. sad so sad. sad and um i was scrolling through twitter this and i saw a news report i think from sahara reporters that kenya is not anyway involved in the extradition of nam the canoe yes so <laughs> they're taking themselves out of the equation so we're wondering what's the um special group i saw something about secret police you know yeah so what's the special group that um our dear buari um has put together that is responsible for kidnapping people because that's what it that's looks like what right it now looks like yes exactly. so I for mean... kidnapping people and bringing them back to the country so 
like um um there's a lady on Twitter she said nobody's safe anymore you can just get kidnapped you can just get kidnapped i mean you you can't even get kidnapped when you're in another country just the imagine energy energy i stand <laughs> so we will just keep watching to see how um, all of these things yeah, unfold, unfold over time over time and another sad thing that hit my timeline this evening was seeing the fact that shakari's richardson was disqualified you know what tripped me about the girl was the fact that she was using her makeup and all of the yeah, things on her face girl and, girl. and despite being an athlete exactly because yeah. we're very used to seeing athletes um looking very manly mm-hmm. and they try not to use no they try not to use makeup now so it gives them that hard look hard look yeah you know? but this girl uses all the she looks she, she very came feminine out, she came out with her feminine energy exactly. i mean i was just I was, in fact, I fell in love with her. Exactly, when I saw and her, so yeah. when I saw when I saw it on my timeline um, that she was disqualified because of marijuana. I mean, like seriously, I I feel like I feel like this is um, another uh, another episode of institutionalized racism, especially in sports, because oh. I don't think other people especially white competitors are put through uh, a test for marijuana like weed like look, seriously it's not even a performance enhancement drug so wait look at that them. look at that so you know just allowed her to race that thing marijuana i think if you think marijuana you'll be, you'll be seeing things double double now. <laughs> <laughs> you see small gutter you think it's big gutter so why should that be an issue i, I mean why should that be an issue so mm-hmm. there's something or, very or what fishy are we, what are we, she's even taking it for for medical reasons, I mean, right, right now, marijuana is now a prescription drug, so yeah. she could have been taking it for something. Well, wow. and they're just disqualifying it. It seems unfair to me, Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And another exciting product um, has come out in the tech space, um, and the product is Payday by Talent Match. Payday by Talent Match. Um, Talent Match is a company that is responsible for they you, they help you hire and pay. African tech talent and creatives in minutes, you know, and so they released their flagship products. And boy, going through their um, stuff, the product is really massive, you know. So the product, yeah, the product can with the product with their app, you can get to send and receive money from anyone within and outside Africa. Wow, that's that's a very big feat. Secondly, you can receive salaries from your foreign employers and clients. This is a very big win for freelancers, people, yeah. yeah, people who work for foreign organizations, foreign companies. You know, this is a very, very big win for them because I've seen a lot of tweets and conversations yeah, from people about it. how so do they get payment? Yeah, how do they get payments from um, their employers abroad? It's mm-hmm. a very, very rigorous process. So with this, they are able to bypass all of those drama that comes with it. And the third thing that they can do with this, you can you, you can pay for tuition application and service fee in the us uk canada within one to five business days max ah so no more scamming exactly exactly Jesus, this is awesome. Yeah. I, I, I love this. Yeah, product, so you get actually. to pay for tuition and all. And another thing, you can send money to family and friends using tags. I don't know if you've used the Abeg app before. So I think it's the same. Um, Abeg app just opened our eyes to how we can use tags yeah. to send and receive money. And I think this is what they've integrated here. And another thing is that you can hold cash in USD for stability and shop with a virtual with their virtual USD card. That's very, very, very interesting. Very, 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 very interesting very stuff. Awesome package. So you can just hold your money in USD you. and use it to shop virtually, you know, um, with the USD card. That's amazing. You can withdraw money into your crypto wallets, bank account, and Momo account. Wow. Guy. Yeah. 
these people are on steroids, so they are not even joking with us. <laughs> what the beauty is massive. What the like, beauty is massive. So, according to them, in their words, they say we support banks and Momo in Nigeria, Rwanda, and Ghana and offer the mm. best rates in, in the market. So, please note withdrawal, no KYC limit for this week is $100 to $350. You know and it's killing two weeks really really amazing As you know I'm, I'm, african talent are really doing a lot mm-hmm. and they're really building amazing products i'm very excited about this they're product doing well yeah. <laughs> i'm very excited about this product and we look forward to what they do with it yeah yeah so, so the last thing on our gist you know this gist <laughs> um segment is this Ikori registry extortion that's going around like fam, fam, fam. These people have been doing also. Uh-uh. So, what they mean to tell me is that the official fee for you know getting your uh getting a court marriage registered okay. is 15,000 naira only. Wow. But these people have been extorting. From Nigerians for a very long time, they actually demand twenty five thousand naira from people who want to get married. For fifteen thousand naira. As in, just imagine, they oh, just more. moved like that too. <laughs> so we're talking about ten k on top, Amazing. and it's crazy. And you know now, like Ikoi Registry is like as if that's the only place everybody wants to get married in this Nigeria. Everybody is going there to get their marriages registered in court, and you know. Um, on the average, you can have up to like 200 marriages done there. So, in a day, in a day, people they marry like that, you don't know, <laughs> don't get married though. <laughs> so, like, by the time these people are done, they are making millions up to so over if they're, if they're 300 getting, if they're getting, million naira in a year. If they're getting 10k from 200 people, that's like 2 million naira, yes, yes. Jesus. Yeah, that's just on the average. You oh, know, some people, some seasons it will be more. So, yeah, uh, some people that, that means those that work they'll be praying that they should not have transfer. Ah, yes, so <laughs> <laughs> they'll be um, fast uh, and pray for no transfer. But um, that's that's yeah. crazy. You know, it's crazy. It, it makes life more difficult when we contribute to making life difficult for other people. Yeah. Yeah. So you sit in a position of authority of a, a, a space of influence. I see a lot happen even while we were in school. Mm-hmm. You go to do what you were, you get you go to do your school things and non, then you're not, uh, non-academic stuff. I'm telling you, and they begin to ask you, you for like things God. that's beyond. So I'm like, what are they paying you for? You're being paid salary for this response. Why are you trying to extort from us again? Exactly. You know, it doesn't make sense. So it makes life harder for the people who are trying to access this service that's supposed to be their right as citizens yeah. of the country yeah. people have the managed put money together to marry instead of to allow them to marry now put 10,000 on top again is it your, is it your marriage why don't you just let people marry in as peace? in is so it your marriage it's very crazy it's, 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 it's terrible and it's a culture that I see among civil servants in yes, Nigeria yes. it's a culture corruption is in every place and we keep complaining the country is not moving forward they are stealing our money from me. Mm. you are representing so you are also you're, doing you're showing thing. what yes. will be done if they put you in the place of power exactly what you are doing right now is like on a micro scale yeah. when you are there well, <laughs> we go fear you you go turn God somebody said the government is not some external people that just appeared from somewhere. Yes. The government is made up of people who are actually in the grassroots and then they are given the opportunity to come up come there up. and exactly. they name. So it's not magic. It's not magic. If we are going to change things, we need to change the way we operate from the very small places that we have influence over. Preach, sir. Preach. Yeah. So, <laughs> please. Wow. I, I'm hoping that um, as the younger generation, the millennials, the Gen Z, will do better than yeah. our people, our older yeah. people yeah. have done because yeah. 
man it's crazy out here yeah yeah okay so guys that's like the roundup of conversations around the things that are happening and um, the things we should you should know and uh, we get to review a product at least one um, tech product every day or every time of the, every episode that we get to um, talk with you and so we get right down into the conversation today now this topic is something mm, that I'm very crazy. interested in hearing because we did a survey and we reached out to people and asked okay send in your opinion what do you think about um, giving um, contraceptives to um, adolescent and we got a lot of feedback crazy feedback yeah, so crazy feedback. Naomi um, is going to be taking us through um, giving us the truth about um, giving contraceptives to adolescents so let's get right in okay so before we get like get into the yeah, nitty-gritty yeah. and I give you like um, the facts yeah. the uh, the ethical considerations around yeah. giving contraceptives to adolescents I would like for Sissy to like share his own personal thoughts and the thoughts or the um the feedback he got from his friends from his own Okay, end. so um I'm reading someone's comment here. Um and the person said Omo, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> for what reason? If she's above 18, then she should be able to take. I think it would be safe if she's gotten a period, but if she's below 18, she has no business needing a contraceptive almost very sticky hmm. okay and there was someone sticky. else that said someone else that said giving um these kids contraceptive who is like giving them license to knock <laughs> i really i really want to know when that person started knocking because if he said uh, knocking before 18 he should come and answer and tell us what he means so you're saying, you're saying that you're giving them license to knock personally i feel I didn't have a personal opinion, right? Now, because I never know. Because I kind of, it's kind of sketchy. Like, I'm like, okay, if you're giving them contraceptive, you're telling them that, okay, yeah, it's good because they're trying to prevent unwanted pregnancy mm-hmm. and all of these early pregnancies that come. Yeah. But, um, and a whole lot of other yes, complications yeah, but, from it. Yes, but come on. Imagine back then if they're giving contraceptives. Do you know what that happened? <laughs> <laughs> all those fear of, oh, I don't do, do so that. I will not get pregnant. My mom will be angry with me. My family will be supporting me. All those fear is out of the window. You know? <laughs> so, but let's hear from Naomi. Um, she's involved in the health space, um, the medical space. So, let's just hear from her the facts around um, giving contraceptives to adolescents. Okay. All right. Thank you very much, Sissy, yeah. for that. Yes. I enjoyed the feedbacks from your friends. Okay. So, um, let's just start with a little uh, definition of some of these terms. Okay. So, um, an adolescent. Who is an adolescent? An adolescent is um, any young person between the age of 10 to 19. So it's a range from 10 to 19. Anyone between that range is an adolescent. And we have the uh, um, early adolescent and the late adolescent. So people who are between the ages of 10 to 14 are the early adolescents and those above 14 to 19 are the late adolescents. And, um, you know, contraception. Contraception is anything that you do to prevent pregnancy in a woman (laughs) or in a person who, you know, can get pregnant or a woman of childbearing age. So, uh, now that we have this understanding, the question here is if it is um, best practice for a health provider to offer contraceptive to adolescents. Now, Let's not lie to ourselves. <laughs> Let's be realistic here. Okay. Uh, 
um, many of us who are listening are young people and even the older people they can testify to this thing I would say now like the exposure to uh, sex these days is way higher than before uh, younger people are more um, they are more they are they are more eager to experiment they are mm. more eager to you know want to um, test, the test the water test the soup mm. yes they dip one hand they taste it ah, this is sweet too let me put another one before oh you know God. they have put their whole body inside <laughs> <laughs> so these days um, the young ones are curious they are eager they, there's a lot of peer pressure around it yeah, so um, it's, it's, it's now important it is now very very important for us to tell them about contraceptives it's in fact it will be very counterproductive according to studies okay. it will be counterproductive if we do not tell them about contraceptives now the thing is that we're trying i mean f- right from when i was in secondary school um sissy i don't know if you can collaborate on this but i'm very sure you at least you got to hear about condoms in secondary school right yeah yeah mm-hmm. it's be very crazy stuff yes i think there was a time my mom found i think that was my gist too my mom found condom. Yeah, you know, no, I was giving in school. Okay. And then, <laughs> so then I think she used to still wash my clothes. Mm. And when she was washing my clothes, then she found condom. And she, was, she called me. I was upstairs. She called me. I was like, <laughs> what is this in your clothes? Guy, I peed on my body. <laughs> I said, oh, yeah. I tried to explain. I said, I was giving in school. Mm-hmm. But it didn't still come out well. Because first, I was just shocked. You know, coming from a home where you are, you know, a Christian home. Yes, and then, just so, background. And then, exactly. So, even if they're giving you school, there's still that sense yeah, of guilt. Yes, like. In a way, like, uh-huh. mm-hmm. so, when I was like, I got it from school, but it was not so convincing enough, and you know. So, that's a very crazy experience, I can remember. Yeah, I, I, I also had um, experience in school where we had, you know, sex educators come around, come and gist us about, you know, condoms. At least that was the one that was very... Uh, popular um, amongst young people, you know, so that you can use it to prevent both pregnancy and STIs. At least the thing is that they did not actually give it to us or create um, access for us to have um, contraceptives, but they taught us. They taught us very well about uh, sex and you know the need to protect yourself and all of that. So um, now. The issue is not even about education. The issue is about access. Should adolescents have access to contraceptives? And uh, many medical practitioners believe that adolescents should have access. When I spoke to my colleagues on the issue, a lot of them were like, fam, you know this thing now? These people will still go and do. So it's better. (laughs) We provide it for them so that the ripple effect... Um, no, relig- seriously. Religious people will chew you. <laughs> Please, people should not chew me. Oh, <laughs> this is just medical science, and we are, you know, we have this understanding that we need to prevent this thing from the beginning. Yeah. Okay, now if you tell them abstain, we did abstain. No, because we've been preaching the ABC uh, um, uh, preaching since since time immemorial. <laughs> abstain, stay faithful to one partner, use condom consistently and correctly. But the first first one, yes, is always abstinence. We actually, I'm actually a strong preacher of abstinence. I as in 
abstain if you can really abstain because there are a whole lot of uh, problems with sex out there sti pregnancy and it's a ripple effect if you if you if you get an sti now you know a lot of people they are very shy about this thing so when you get an sti you will not report to the hospital yeah. And then it may affect your reproductive potentials in the future, or maybe you get pregnant now. It can affect your uh, your life in the entire entirety. Yeah. You know, post your education, post your career, you know, all of those things. So it's it's uh, it's something that we as medical practitioners we we tend to think to ourselves like, in the long run, we know what we are trying to prevent, but yes there are still some ethical considerations we have for example now when an adolescent walks into the family planning clinic that's already an uh a misnomer and anomaly because who who, the people you're expecting there are you know married women young um young uh women not adolescents yes so when the adolescent comes in uh with that felt need for a condom or for any other <laughs> form go of... to pharmacy to ask for condom <laughs> as in um, <laughs> even wow. even as i'm old like this eh, do, do it's you, <laughs> sir do you do you do you have do, do you, do you, you do whisper do you have um, do, you, do you have condom no sir, there is not even condom so, but, um, sir, i want to buy protection <laughs> that is how we do it you know you you don't come in body uh, maybe if you want to get past them you know you say it Please, do you have paracetamol? No, you raise your voice. You like, reduce your voice. I want to buy, like, want to buy protection. Sorry, I want to buy protection. Is it you want to buy? <laughs> <laughs> Is it you want to buy? Exactly. So you can imagine. And see, honestly, I think any any adolescent who walks into a family planning clinic or a pharmacy requesting for contraceptive is weird, but it's bravery too. Yeah. And. You know, it's very important. But, but I think <laughs> our Gen Z's are very, very brave. Ah, those I, people. I, yeah, bad yeah, very Coconut head generation. I said a lot of things they do and they put out. I'm Probably like, Gen Z. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like what's going on? <laughs> I but me, I'm still shy, yo. I'm not coconut head like them. <laughs> so, I'm sure a couple of, a lot, but then it becomes very, a very pronounced thing. We have a lot of, uh, people walk into all of these places too. Yeah, yeah. I I think I think it's not it's not totally a bad idea. If they have a felt need for it. I as the health <laughs> provider, why are you laughing? But it's the truth. I'm serious no, here. When you say if they thought I'm like, okay, so you just know. So you're working I'm like the health provider right I'm like, you're coming to me once so okay, you're telling me that you're going to be doing. Yes, now that's what they are saying. They they are telling you that they are going to be doing, or they've even started. Damn. Self. Yes, that's what it right? means. So, yes. It's so they just, they just get the, the protection. Exactly, right. Yes, exactly. So when they come to me as a health provider, uh-huh. what I would like to know is, you know, are you sure you cannot um, actually abstain or avoid having sex? That's the first question I want to ask. Then I also want to ask if there is any um chance that this person might be abused you know there are a lot of situations where uh young women young adolescents are uh, used as um sex workers. Uh, sex workers sex wow. slaves yeah, yeah. and all of that so i would want that clarity okay who is your partner or who are your partners i want to know because i do not want a situation where i would be but wait, though, you know ask. avoiding that particular importance contraceptive does not prevent does not prevent hiv aids no? the only contraceptive that prevents hiv aids and yeah. other sti yeah. is the condom 
the protection the male and the female <laughs> condom okay. the protection yes others do not actually prevent so okay. it, the one for pregnancy is different from the one that, pre- that prevents hiv AIDS, right yes there are two different uh, um of contraceptives there are many forms of contraceptive there are many methods of but contraception. the one for um hiv and the one for pregnancy are two different types of contraceptives right no okay let me let me explain this way um contraceptives yeah basically are to prevent pregnancies okay. but only one method of contraception which is the barrier method where condoms fall into <laughs> right laughing this is a serious issue this young man <laughs> he said barrier yes no, it's no, barrier no, it's no, blocking about... the infection about... from entering so why don't you just carry something else <laughs> I will knock you. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay. And, yeah, so yeah, barrier, barrier the barrier methods where uh, male and female condoms <laughs> for CC. I I will knock. All right, let's go, let's go. Yeah. So they uh they are the only type of or the only method of contraceptions that prevent the transmission of HIV and STI. So yeah, that's why they are very popular because you know they take care of the two things but mostly contraceptions all, for, all forms of contraceptions are for the prevention of pregnancy especially the unwanted pregnancy preg preggy 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 you know okay so okay i would want to know like i said i want to know if this adolescent is at risk for any form of sexual abuse if she's being coerced if she's being forced to practice sexual acts before i give her the contraceptive and that is say, what i want you, to you say let me see, let me meet the boy you've been knocking Bring the young <laughs> <laughs> well if you are that concerned i think it's a, it's not a bad idea to she want to it. know who her partner is yes you should actually have a rapport with such an adolescent because you want to really understand why she's coming from here and if she she can she can actually not have sex so it would be good to have a rapport with her make her understand counsel her on why on the um the the um contraceptions and the forms of contraceptions and make her really understand okay do you are you sure you want this because it is very important that they understand they need to have a clear understanding let them understand this very 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 well and then there's also the matter of parental awareness you know a lot of people feel like ah if a, an adolescent is walking into the, uh, the the family planning clinic to ask for contraception, maybe it speaks ill of the parent. Mm. But you know how these children are these days. Your parent has done everything to groom you in the ways of the Lord, <laughs> tell you not to do things, bad things. But you just have coconut head. You don't used to hear word. And you still want to do. So what do you do in this situation where, um, you know, you are certain that she doesn't have or he doesn't have um, his parents' uh, consent or approval. In this case, you still have to remain confidential with your clients. You know, you cannot go and say, "I want to know your parents and report to them," because you will lose their trust. You know, how teenagers are—they are looking for who to trust and so, rely on. So, you know, gain their rapport. So I think so. From what you're saying, mm-hmm. I'll take it that the um, the um, main point here is the ability of the health provider mm-hmm. to create an atmosphere of trust yes 
Because when this teenager or this young person comes in, we won't see the situation when people have health and sexual and um, sex disease um, some of sexual these health infections. Yeah, exactly. Yes, so they're not. They don't feel comfortable. They don't feel comfortable. To talk about yes, it's a it's a taboo. Yeah. it's a taboo topic. It's a sacred so, topic. I think so, we need to see a change in the attitude of health, health providers. Wo- we, exactly. So that people can feel more comfortable mm-hmm. and there can be that air of trust for me to like air my view or air my mind about. Okay, this is what I'm going through. This is what I'm feeling on exactly. the inside. This is what I want to do and then you can now provide the professional advice yes you know yes. i think that's something it's very that's... important you know a lot of uh patients and clients they complain about the fact that when they walk into especially nigerian do- uh, nurses <laughs> no please sorry i'm not trying to attack anybody so please people should not vex for me but you know if people used to do now people you, you would have been mm, mm, mm. my mother will listen to this podcast <laughs> Mommy, please. Uh. <laughs> but you know, you understand. And it's not just nurses. Almost every health provider, you know, we have to learn how to, uh, you know, learn that our body language, we communicate too with our body language. So when you are putting up a judgmental attitude to the patient, you are losing the patient. Yeah. And that thing that you want to impact on that patient, you're not able to impact it at the end. The patient will go. In fact, the patient will go and do something else. I know how Nigerian patients are. They always find alternative. Yeah. Before you know it now, the, exactly. the lady will start drinking salt and water. <laughs> salt and water is not contraception. Umbok or limka. Or um, ampi clocks. Um, Limka, Limka and um, <laughs> and uh, Andrew Liver Salt. Yeah, yeah. You know, you, or, you people know this. Or, no, 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 it's not like that. Oh, Gogoro and Andrew Liver Salt. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> ah. I've heard things. I've heard things too. So it is very important to have a relationship with them. So that's basically it. You don't um, chase them away. You as much as possible make them understand what they are asking for. And yes, you can go ahead to provide it for them. But as much as possible, stay in touch with them. Make sure that you have that relationship and you keep up that relationship because you don't know what you may be doing for that adolescent who has walked into your clinic or who has asked for advice on contraceptions. It's very, very important. Hey, okay, so- that was amazing. That was really, really amazing. Learned so much. Learned mm-hmm. a lot. Learned a lot. So, um, the sum- summary of it, like, let's. It's a two-way thing. Um, so. Naomi is saying young people go for contraceptives, you know, just prevent it. Any pregnancy is very stressful. It's not good for you health-wise. And then uh, health um, providers create the atmosphere where people can be comfortable enough to come to the clinics and talk about this. And then I think there should always be that parent situation, like you mentioned, the parent situation, parent factor. So they get to have their parents involved. But even though sometimes even the parents' involvement actually kills the trust. Yes. Because these people so want to knock with you. Have to, not, you have not, to really not, gain their trust before you want you you say you want to go ahead to tell and they actually have to be the ones to go and tell their parents. But no Nigerian kid goes to tell their parents that daddy and mommy want to knock. Well, um we're getting we're getting there. I, I mean so. right now Nigerian parents are actually the ones that, you know, um, you know, um, talk about these things. A lot of Nigerian parents are now Beginning taking it to... as their parental responsibility to give to um, give their children the education and maybe even create an avenue where they mm. can ask for it. Okay. You know? So yeah. the question for today is: Would you, as a parent, approve for your child to have sex, your 15 year, 16 year old kid to have sex, and then take the kid to the clinic yeah. to get, get contraceptive? contraceptive. 
yeah. let's get your thoughts on that so mm-hmm. send your response to us via um, email at we are at gmail.com or you can send it to our dm, DM on twitter yeah yeah at sabi underscore n, n underscore cruise yeah again say it again say that twitter dm for them again sabi underscore n underscore cruise yeah yes. so yeah so send your responses there we're we looking forward would love to, to read your yeah, response we'd love to hear your response and so i think that's it for today naomi mm-hmm. so what are you saying to your people you guys thank you for listening to us we appreciate it. we're trying to build a community here so please you know keep listening to us we'll be dropping podcasts every day every like, yeah. day back to back yeah, so we'll get be dropping ready back to back but not every day sure don't mind naomi please we'll be dropping don't back you want to it back. every day <laughs> <laughs> we'll be dropping back to back and so just make sure sometimes you might just drop two you'll be surprised mm-hmm. uh, yeah so um just make sure that you are connected you're involved you are aware and you are sharing yeah. the, the uh, links to people. Let's get more persons listening and enjoying and having Let's fun. Let's make this happen. Yeah. So thank you so much. I love you. I love you. I love, love I you love guys. You. Do stay have safe. A great stay wise. Day. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. I do my voice on this beat. Nip, 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 nip,